a hot topic right now, which is uh, AI and machine learning, right? It's all the buzzwords. Uh, what I'd like to know, and especially from your background and your insights uh, that you've had is, um, how do CIOs start making a shift to a platform approach when it comes to AI and ML? Bill, maybe we can start with you and your thoughts on that. Yeah, Aaron, I would, um, I'm going to answer that maybe a little bit unconventionally, but I get a lot of head nods when I say this is it's, it's not first and foremost about AI and ML. It's first about data. And it's a really simple statement, but it's actually pretty stinking hard to, to do in the DOD, whether that's data ownership issues, cultural issues, system legacy issues. And so what, what we found a lot of success in working with, frankly, all the services right now. So we have great work at the OSD level, Air Force, Navy, Army, on various initiatives to really root out the pains, trials, and tribulations and governance around data. And that, to me, is all the foundational elements. And so even some of the examples Susan brought forth with, with respect to cyber as an example, when you can start truly bringing the data in, the sensors, the integration into a common platform, then you start really arming yourself for the chatbot technologies and the RPA and the BPA tools that really start to accelerate. Uh, but what I've seen, unfortunately, I think in, in too often is we go after a niche AI ML capability. It solves a particular need, but again, it solves a vertical. It doesn't scale well. So my, my urging to everyone when I talk to them is the proverbial, and it's overused a little bit, but focus on your data, focus on bringing that ecosystem together in some kind of common framework or fabric, because once you've done that, your, your ability to lay algorithms, tools, capabilities on top of it uh, now become game changers instead of incremental wins. Yeah, uh, I remember doing a study uh, on uh, artificial intelligence and machine learning, and it actually started back in the 50s where uh, it was asked, can the machine really learn? And can they really come up with solutions for us? And so what we found over the years, it, it would start building the hype on it again, and then it would just go away. And this, this hyperloop has gone on to the point that my question was, and I wrote an article on it, you know, is AI and ML here to stay today? I mean, do we have enough momentum and, and uh, the way ahead to make it happen? And my, I think the answer is yes. And it's because of what Bill said. It's, it's all about the data and getting to the right data and having access to it. And, and again, being repeatable in an environment that can be repeatable and standardized and automated. Um, and this is why I think that uh, AI and ML will stay here this time. And it really is about taking the human out of the loop where you can and get machine to machine. That's when you'll have the, the real truth and confidence in the data that you're seeing um, versus the human reporting it. And we, we see that um, as we look at one of the big things that I'm excited about is our data analytics work we're doing today to be predictive in what we're going to be able to see in the future. And that's where I get excited about our introduction of, of uh, machine learning and being predictive as we go forward forward. And it's even more than that. I remember an Air Force client asked me, he says, I want you to come do some work on me. It's all about data veracity. What's truth? And, you know, when you think about all the data fields and uh, that have to be cleaned up out there as we go forward to get to predictive analytics, you know, you know, in one system, I'm Susan Lawrence. In the next system, I'm Susan S. Lawrence. Next system, I'm Lieutenant General Lawrence. I mean, so what is the true data that we can standardize and be predictive on as we go forward. 
I think you're both spot on, right? Uh, the ServiceNow platform, you know, the way that we categorize it is workflow, right? If you can't get those two data points to connect and have that information, the decisions can't be made. And you both brought up a really important point. It's been a common theme throughout this entire fireside chat, which is it's still about the human. It's still about the end experience of being able to be predictive to make the right choices, right? And uh, the second part of that would be the data, right? If you don't have fidelity in the data and you're not able to have that data flow between the systems and have that workflow properly integrate with your current environment, your systems, what's the point? And, and I do think, Bill, you mentioned it and Susan as well, that we're in an age where the data collection is getting so voluminous that we have to have that automation and that workflow has to be there so that we can start making the critical decisions and let the machines uh, interact in, in uh, you know, speed of light. So uh, I don't know if you have anything more to add to that, but uh, you know, I think you guys have touched on some really important points that are unique to the vision of AI and ML that most people don't talk about. I would just add the, uh, to your, your question or your statement around size and massive data. I think that, that is exactly, I would call it, it's, if it's not the number one, it's in the top three of key issues inside the DoD space. And again, having a common fabric where you can incrementally build in that space versus continuing to rebuild the verticals, if you will, I always refer to kind of the verticals and the horizontals. You've got a horizontal fabric that you can keep injecting and integrating uh, the vertical capabilities from a data perspective. And then you can incrementally build again wins, uh, build successes, build integrated products, and then continue to, to iterate from there. Look at cyber, right? There's tons of censoring that we could bring in, but how do you bring it as a platform to start there and continue to mature through that process? Um, any platform has almost got to live in your own maturity model, meet you where you're at, and then accelerate you into transformation. And, and again, that's, that's kind of the, the center of the discussion here. 